Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens. Hello. Rob, the old guy. Hey, from the Rob Charney Show. And one of the madmen from the band Masters of Unlocking, Matt Brewer. Hey, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> Welcome, Matt. Thank you oh, for crying out. That, that's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, that's great farting. Great start, man. I'll tell you. I, know. I knew that was going to happen. Uh, so so this cool. is. I'm just going to go into a place that's quiet. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's 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 okay. You know, it's uh, on one of our previous shows. We had uh, uh, a guy who apparently was a DJ behind one of our our hosts. That all you heard was the bad uh, beats. You heard like uh, bad porno music. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. Okay, he's right now. So i <laughs> right. i did want to I did want to mention to y'all. Make sure you check out Audacity. It's our sponsor. That's o d d a s s i t y dot com. That's o d d a s s i t y. It's a social game for everybody. Take a look. They have different. They have from safe to work, not safe to work, and more. Make sure you check them out. That's o d d a s s i t y. And since we have uh, a music guy here who's obviously in a band. I wanted to mention like musicians talk about musicians who passed away that had the most profound effect on you, whether you were a fan of them or not. And for me, it was uh, David Bowie. I wasn't a giant fan of him, but anytime you saw him on screen, he just had, he had it. There was something about David Bowie. You just could not help and stop. And uh, to me could to, to, to watch him perform because he had so much, what are they, the, the kids today talk about swagger? Like if you watch him and them and Queen, uh, David Bowie and Queen together, is an amazing thing to see. Yeah. You yeah. just love the movie Labyrinth, don't you? Yeah. I. <laughs> With his man bowl chain yeah, everywhere. I, yeah. Uh-huh. I have seen that movie. John? I, I have seen that, more, that movie John? more than anybody should be allowed because my sister to this day has a crush on the guy. I hate the movie. However, I like the actress who was in the movie. So you didn't yeah, really she's write. not doing actress any, and she's not doing acting anymore. No, unfortunately, <clears throat> or fortunately, depending on how you view things. Fortunately for her, I'm assuming she got yeah. a decent amount of money and left. I have no knowledge of that. You know, I remember reading something about why she quit, but I don't remember what it was. It had something to do with the uh, um, the the Hulk with with uh, Ed Norton. I've heard Edward. I've heard that Edward Norton's a dick, but I also heard he's married the guy who played Vision. Who's who uh, played Vision in the Avengers movie? It's Paul. Oh, Paul Bettany. Yes, I can never say his name right. So, I guess Matt, was there any musician that passed away that had like the greatest effect on you? Oh yeah, um, there. The, the two big ones that, that got me really bad when I was I was starting out as a young guitar player. Um, when Ronnie James Dio passed, that was that was really really bad for me. Um, but more recently, uh, last year when uh, Neil Peart passed away, um, that hit me probably harder than than any musical death did. Except maybe Lemmy, but Neil was was way up there. I, you know, I'll agree with Neil Pert. Let me, you knew eventually his lifestyle would oh, get yeah. to him. Um, uh, but yeah, Neil Pert, I mean, the human drum machine and was always amazing to actually see. I always loved how he had to get into his, his drum set. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, with a crane yeah. or a helicopter. Yeah. There, there's a YouTube video somewhere of a, a pastor that literally has so many drums. They made, he made like an escape hatch to get in. And it's just like this 360 degree symbol thing. And my first thought was, I bet your sound guy loathes you. Yeah. Because every, yeah. every drummer I've ever been involved in sound in a church have no ability to actually like pull it back. <laughs> no matter, no matter what type of drumstick you give them, they're hitting it for all their, it's yeah, all their worth. That's why they invented shields and padding and it only works so far uh, you know uh, you know you can do it i think it's i went done. to a church once that actually put them in a separate room with a door <laughs> well that's yeah, the beauty of laying down like that. that's the beauty of laying down separate tracks that you know you just you can you just put okay put the drummer in first let him lay down the beat well, no, this, in, is, you know, this was the, this was a live in afterwards well no this was this was a oh, live I, church so this is uh, you know they they actually put them in the i'm talking about how they do the recording sean oh well, yeah. i could care less about <laughs> your little church that doesn't count my little church your little church well this one particular was a small one so have you guys seen the fast and furious movie which one the, no. the first one the so first yeah one. paul walker's oh the first one yeah Paul Walker's 10 second Supra in real life was an automatic, hmm. which hmm. makes it hilarious because if you actually watch the movie, he shifts it a thousand times. It's like a 15. They put in a fake shift stick. They did. And, they, yeah. they, they covered up the automatic. Yeah. It, it recently sold for something like $550,000 or some insane, insane amount of mov- uh, money. <laughs> well, but my, my friend and I were, were laughing about it. It's the fact that if you watch the first one, it's just, you know, they're shifting like crazy. Half the fun of the movie is trying to, you know, count how many times you see their hands move. How was it? That's a thing. Okay. Huh? It is when so you go into I've never, it. It is. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen the movie? If you ever get a chance, watch a clip of it because just the amount of, the amount of times they're shifting in that is, is quite hilarious. Yeah. And, a, and apparently, uh, according to, uh, also into a show I watched, that the drivetrain is unmolested, which apparently for a Supra is really rare, because everybody who apparently get one gets one always has to modify it. Okay. So, so much for that. So Texas residents <laughs> say temperature on thart, the smart thermostat were raised to 78. So uh, if yeah. you have a Nest, so went, a Nest device... No, I'm just trying to clarify. So if you have something like a Nest thermostat, so any it's, it's so, being automatically pumped so you, up. You have to volunteer. In California, oh, right. we had one of these things. Where, I didn't think you could do it. Just um, yeah, you had to yeah. opt in. Yeah, makes um, sense. But California had a thing where you could opt in. They would they could automatically raise it. But I just thought the article I read said it went from like 72 to like you know whatever you set it to 78, which. Which to me is like that's what mine's mine's set to seventy eight or eighty two. So <laughs> I I thought it was hilarious. We had all these people complaining. Yeah, well, people I out was, here don't know how to run uh, AC properly. They don't. No, 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 no. Nobody does right here. Turn it down to sixty. That's what's where it's, it's going to be one hundred and ten degrees all week over here. So yeah. Um. So yeah, I read the same article, John, and. They were supposed to get texts that were sent out when they were going to raise the thermostat, and there was people claiming they didn't get the text and all this crap. Okay, you signed up for the damn program. Hmm. 
that's what you had to do. You had to sign up for the program. And they are only raising it by four degrees. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, I know. I know that could be, you know, drastic to some yeah, people, but it's yeah. really not. I'm well, you know. It's, well, I mean, it, if it, you it, ask my wife, that's that's a huge difference. <laughs> well, I mean, it is it is Texas, though. I mean, so not only are you dealing with the heat, but you're also dealing with that insane humidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was walking, and I felt like if I walked fast enough, I would drown. Oh, gosh, <laughs> it's like being in Disney in, in Florida. I I hate humidity. <laughs> Heat and humidity. It's just what a what a shit show that is. James, you there? Ah, uh, you lost James. Thought he wigged out. Yeah, no. I mean, it's <laughs> just but four degrees. I mean, if you think about it, a certain degree. That's that's quite a bit. And and I certainly wouldn't. What's the incentive with this program? Do you remember? Uh. Last time, I think the article I read, it talked about how it was just, uh, (laughs) technical difficulties. So permission after state electoral operators had warned about another round of power shortages amongst amongst, uh, heat waves. So James, I'm going to call you back. So apparently it's just, you know, they were having power shortages like the basically California did a number of years ago. No, I I understand, I guess, but I'm trying to say if you sign up for this program, is there incentive for it? Did you sign up for it? Because you can. You get get put in some sweepstakes is what I read. Oh, so yeah. See, there's, so there's, (laughs) you got to have sweepstakes for everything. Got to get vaccinated. I want to be in a lottery so I can win a million dollars. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, I mean, it's better than California when, when, you know, for California a couple of years ago, you're doing it in the goodness of your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which for the goodness of my heart, I'll set the damn thing to 60. Well, that's, you know, I mean, when you have to put incentives out to get people vaccinated so that they don't die from COVID, I have a problem. Welcome to California. Welcome to the Of course, I'm talking talking to an anti-vaxxer across the aisle here. (laughs) (laughs) So... Well, considering some of the side effects I've read. Hey, I have not grown a tail. There's not another head popping up on my shoulder. Wait, we can grow tails? Well, if you get the the, they've been the finding J&J vaccine, you might get all kinds oh. of they've, they've been finding on all the vaccines I've read an alarming rate in children of deep th- uh, uh, vein throm- uh, oh, thrombo. There's all sorts of things. So it's 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 you know. minor. Even the crickets. I, you know, I don't want to get in a debate with you on this now, but that's just BS. Oh, you just it's because of people like you that's going to keep this stuff going and it's the variant that's spreading around and when you get sick and you're in the hospital i'll try to stick a microphone in front of you and see if you can breathe and talk at the same time you'll just believe whatever the medical establishment tells you (laughs) hey it got me through polio it got me through smallpox it got me through everything yes i believe in vaccines (laughs) hey shut them up well, I was about yeah. I was about to make a very inappropriate. He was trying to breathe and talk at the same time. That, I was yeah, I was, I was yeah. actually going to make a Zyklon B joke, and I decided maybe I should turn that back just a little bit. I should stop myself before I say something uh, possibly is going to get somebody offended. I tell you, um, people. Uh, John, you can never find out if someone's going to get offended unless you offend them. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see if that'll offend them. We'll try this one. So did you know Michael Jackson? <laughs> That's how I live my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, James. So did you know Michael Jackson couldn't read music, didn't, uh, couldn't read music, couldn't really play instruments. 
but he had the ability to play all the notes, all the harmonies and all that by beatboxing. Well, <clears throat> so basically what he would do is he would say to bass lick, so he'd, so he'd go like, I, you know, he'd like, I want it bang, 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 bang. And he would do the whole entire song like this. And then the engineers and all that would figure out how to play it. And one, one comment actually said, okay, this is how I want you to play the guitar. And he did the whole notes and all that through the entire song. Hmm. And apparently this yeah, came out. what I've heard. <clears throat> well, he's always been the singer. I mean, you know, since a little kid, he was, it was more singing than anything else. Everybody else, rest of his family <laughs> played instruments. <laughs> True, but so. it was it was interesting to me because I you don't hear too many people who have that, at least that I'm aware of, that have the ability to, like, they may not know how to play an instrument, but they know, like, the theory behind it or what makes it, you know, so they do it all like beatbox. Apparently, James Hetfield from Metallica does something similar. Besides being the yeah. king, besides being the king of the downstroke or upstroke or whatever they call it, downstroke. Yeah. Excuse me, John. Well, it's a particular pl uh, way to play guitar that I'd never heard of until uh -huh. you watch. Uh, there's a bunch sure. of guitar geeks on YouTube, and they were explaining why James Hetfield's one of the world's greatest guitarists, which I have issues with. He's definitely one of the world's fastest guitarists. <laughs> Well, that I agree with, and, but you know, I think they need to replace the drummer. Oh, Lars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you get a three-year-old on speed who would be a lot better drummer, but. Hey, you know, he did what they needed. Yeah. <laughs> they just needed a beat. They would have been better with an old 808 than Lars Hedfield, uh, <laughs> Lars at, at this point. Just we're letting all kinds of people into the studios. I, I hear children and wives and everything going on. That's yeah, amazing. Everything. Everything. Dogs. Yeah. Sounds dogs. like fun. Dogs. We had dogs. It's going to be one of those days. You got like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so uh, astronomers have found a huge and previously unknown object entering our solar system. How huge? Uh, they estimated between 100 and 370 kilometers across. Kilometers. All right. Yeah. Stupid. You know. <laughs> Europeans and Holy. rest of the world. You uncivilized Americans. <laughs> That's how right. dare you? <laughs> kilometers. All right. So. I, I think I saw oh, this I'll in a, I think I saw so, this in a movie once and Jeff Goldblum no. was in it. 200 miles across. That's pretty doggone big. Yeah, it's supposed to reach uh, Saturn by, I think they said 30, 2031. 20, oh. So we got a few more years. Got a few. That's pretty Maybe fast. Maybe they'll yeah. moving. slam into Saturn first and we don't, won't have to worry about it. <laughs> That's going to hit your anus. Yeah. No, it's, sorry, it's already <laughs> past your anus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, John didn't take any type of, you know, astronomy when he, he was He didn't school. understand where the planets live in the No, I just wanted system. to make the joke. Oh, yeah, okay. It was, the it was all about the joke and the timing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where's our drummer? Fail. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> exactly. John fired him and put him in the closet. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. So, uh... 
So they just recently discovered this thing, huh? Yeah, they just noticed it coming into our solar system, so it wasn't there before, and then they just kind of noticed it entering in there. Wondering where it's actually going to end up, but they're saying that it should pass <clears throat> by the sun eventually. So mm. maybe we'll be able to see it. Yeah, maybe it'll get, be a little dot going across the sun. So, so talk about space. Yes, the astronauts in the international it's up in the sky. The international space station found out what happened when you pass wind on a space station. Was this a, an actual medical experiment, or did they send up some beans? This is a HuffPo article, so anything can happen. <laughs> okay. Wow. So if you fart in zero G, you have one major problem, said Derek Pitts from the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia, in the United States, speaking to a tech blog, Geekadolphia, explained, <laughs> if you fart, the gas stays right there. It doesn't go anywhere. It hovers right there. It, it just kind of Wait, orbits so around you. give you... It doesn't give you any propulsion? It might if you do it, you know, if it's big enough. Apparently, it just sits there. <laughs> Fart. <laughs> Surrounds your body. It just kind of becomes a bubble around what, you. What happens is everybody just runs into it, depending on where you pass wind. <laughs> Farting in your astronaut suit is oh, not the worst thing. Not the worst thing. Somebody Robert, else's fart. That's Robert over. Frost, instructor flight controller at NASA, assured Quora readers, it happens. Thankfully, he also added that astronaut suits are equipped with what is known with a low-high LIOH filter to remove toxic gases like <laughs> methane and carbon dioxide. And no, you can't propel yourself around the ISSS on farts. No, you can't. They're telling you. And that. yep, this is sorry, a, James. Your re, idea is gone. Retired, retired <laughs> astronaut. Like a fun idea. <laughs> retired uh, astronaut Chris Hadfield burst the bubble of curiosity around the question. We all tried it. He said, too, <laughs> too muffled. Not the right type of propulsion. We've all tried it. I like said, that. That's the right nozzle. Okay. <laughs> the right nozzle. It's back to John Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> so fart emails are an actual thing aboard the international space station in july astronaut clayton fart c emails hold on in july nasa <laughs> astronaut clayton c anderson told the interesting story which will probably stick with you the next time you open an email mm. my gas could be quite stinky just as a few of my crew members so much so that one of my spacewalk eva partners who shall remain nameless often gave me clear oh. verbal instructions that my gas <laughs> my gas aromatics not a good way gas aromatics all right it was all for repeated jo verbal jousting <laughs> and hope uh, let's see and i alone and quiet in the confined the space shuttle mid-deck noted large air hose position above the area leading to the iss docking tunnel hoping to keep the aroma in the middle in the mid-deck at more talent level i utilized the fact that we are weightless and lifted myself rear end pointing to the hose to to the ceiling fire away if that wasn't hmm. enough, he added, we started to refer to these events as sending emails. Uh, I think that's actually pretty talented that he's actually managed to figure out a system to shoot his farts through space. It's, it's proof that even astronauts above the, <laughs> uh, planet Earth are all turned into juveniles when <laughs> they right. have gas. It right, doesn't matter. <laughs> You know, it's, they always said the farts, the, the world's oldest, oldest jokes, even cavemen really laughing about them. So. Now, I want to see them try to light it. Well, that's been and done, too. Oxygen, in an oxygen-rich environment? That's a, that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, let's let the Chinese do it on their new space station. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, did you guys hear the whole 
scandal about the that Subway tuna sandwiches don't have tuna in them? So Subway tuna sandwiches do not have tuna in them. That's what some people have claimed. Okay. What so, are they, dolphin? So what is it then? Well, Gentlemen. that's what they're actually have been trying to figure out. It's chicken of the they, sea. There's actually been some people that have Thanks, actually Jessica. taken Subway sandwiches and sent them off to a lab <laughs> to have them analyzed. Oh, great. And uh, the most recent article I'm finding about it is that they don't, they can't identify it as tuna, the labs. Oh, the labs can't. Yeah. So <laughs> they can't, they have it as no amplifiable tuna DNA was present in the sample. Hmm. So is it like so Taco they Bell cannot, meat? They cannot mm. identify the species. Well, the Taco Bell meat, the ground beef is most, mostly soy. Yeah. Mm. So, so it's, I mean, so it's uh, like you have to get the steak or chicken to really have <laughs> a meat source in the uh, Taco Bell meat. So I mean, you can get protein from the soy. from the ground beef. So it's stuff. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's it. What it really is is stuff posing as tuna fish. Yeah, well, they're saying that it's probably been so processed that they can't identify they can't, it. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, it's been sitting yeah. in a can for you know a year. Well, if, if anybody's ever eaten at Subway, everything tastes like roast beef. Their ham, <laughs> their I mean, the, see, I thought everything. Okay, tasted. Mister, I'll never eat a meatball again. Tasty. Hey, yeah, I nearly died from a meatball sandwich. I actually, uh -huh. as ridiculous as it sounds, I got food poisoning so bad, a doctor actually said, if you had come any little later, you would not have made it. I'm the only person I know who's scared of meatballs because my ass nearly died. From yeah, you them. were pretty sick. I, I will give you that. You know, you, you know, it's bad when the doctor said you can't eat or drink or anything for three days and they went through multiple IV bags of, uh, oh, uh, shit, all sorts of antibiotics. of shit? And they gave me <laughs> I was having a poo transport too. Um, you for going to Marshall. Yeah. They yeah. were uh, multiple IV bags of uh, antibiotics and uh, the, the stuff that's in bananas. Potassium. 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 By the way, okay. which hurts. Even diluted, it hurts. Potassium. Yeah. You, you can feel you, it going. You can yeah. feel it literally crawling up your veins. Yeah. It is fucking creepy. Hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. I, I don't want to eat Subway tuna sandwiches. Yeah. I, That's where I was going with that story. Yeah, I think uh, so does that I'll, mean, I'll skip that as well. Does that mean their their slogan, eat fresh, is really a logical fallacy? <laughs> well, not if you want tuna well, I fish. I they mean the vegetables. Yeah. You got to eat the vegetables, nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> so you're just basically eating a salad with bread. And I, and I guess, the, yeah, the bread, they, they break bake the bread there and the cookies so i mean that that's about your freshest stuff there we didn't they just find out didn't we do a some sort of article a while ago that said subway's bread has a, a high amount of sugar uh probably so it's, that was probably something i brought up because i was really bothered by the fact that if you get their their breads and stuff if you put it in the fridge and then go back to it like a couple hours later the bread gets really hard and crusty hmm. have you ever noticed that 
can't say that I have since I can't tell you the last time I had a Subway sandwich. So sorry, Subway. I guess you'll never well, be a sponsor. Well, you should go buy the Subway and then... <laughs> yeah, I will go test it. Buy it and just get one of their breads and then stick, leave. Stick it in the refrigerator, <laughs> come back and see yeah. if that's still true. Yeah, it is. well, it is. I know it is because I've done it a few yeah. times. And so, I'm just like, what the hell is wrong with this shit? So it makes sense because they stick sugar in just about everything so that people eat it. By the way, this mm. this this sounds like maybe their tuna sandwiches have sugar. Sugar. We we need uh, a, yeah, we need a parody. <laughs> we need a parody band to do a, a subway song. Yeah, there That's you go. Ours. Yeah, <laughs> that makes Should sense. I'll do it. <laughs> well, so talk, wouldn't even got, have to pay him. So talk about parody no, bands. <laughs> what does your band do? Uh, so we're not a parody band. We play music. <laughs> um, yeah, we know we play. Um, we do. So it's, it's kind of weird. And being in Austin is kind of weird because there's a bunch of us to do it. But we do. Um, we're basically a video game music tribute band. So we take songs from games that we really like and mash them together into like eight minute melody medleys. That would have been a. Good trend transition if I hadn't. <laughs> so do you have a, a favorite uh, uh, video game song to play, as I insulted you before previously? Oh, no, no, no. It's all good. Dude. Just get to it. Um, oh, God, there's a few that we do that are really, really good. Um, but I think my two, because I can't pick just one, but I think my two favorite ones, we do a two-song two medley from Donkey Kong Country, and it sounds like you're in space. And I like that kind of stuff. And then we do two, three, five songs from Metroid Prime, which is on GameCube. And that one is just, it just goes and goes and goes. And we kind of do this. It starts quiet and gets heavy and then it's kind of quiet and gets heavy again. And we like that kind of stuff. So no Halo? Not yet. Which I have, which I have to admit after playing it as much, it's now officially the world's most annoying theme song. Yeah, everybody does it, which probably don't do it. <laughs> I don't know, Mario Brothers. Just, no, yeah, see, Mario somebody's Brothers... son is driving. My grandson loves Mario <laughs> Brothers. Mm -hmm. That thing is about, I'm about ready to shoot. See, Mario Brothers is quaint, because it's dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Instead of Halo, it's, ah, it's, it's, it's very kind of like... Maybe Mr. Colin, you could be a singer. Look at, listen to that. No, it's because I've heard that damn theme song so much. <laughs> I I play. Yeah, you should, can do like his Russian accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should uh, you should get into the music from Super Mario RPG. There's a song in there that's in the time signature twenty two eighteen. So that'll make you not be able to clap ever. <laughs> since uh, since the old guy is a reformed uh, band geek, you you, you, <laughs> yeah. you care to explain that time signature? Uh, that's unexplainable. <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> Because I'm, I, I love music, but I'm the typical white guy. I'm usually half a beat off, and I know it. And that's on top <laughs> wait of wait a minute. Form. Wait a minute. I'm not gonna go there. I, uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't hold a beat if I tried. Well, it's not my fault. Got your mother's genes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite things of all time is when any of the band guar are on a news channel <laughs> guar, yeah. blother from the blother the berserker was on was on fox news i don't know if you know guar is they're they're head to toe in um costumes and makeup and they're just this awesome ridiculous band 
and he would one of that guy was on Fox News, and it, it doesn't matter what he talked about, but the fact this band is on a legitimate news source always makes me laugh. And they've done the oh, new, yeah. they've been on a yeah. number of news channels and serious interviews, and they're doing like legitimate like kind of hard hating like interviews. And there's this guy in their their outfits. It's it's great. Probably got. Was that he actually the- wearing his outfit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, He's all, all decked out. I've only seen one interview, one or two interviews of any of the band get band guys from Guar without their out their 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 suits. Usually they're they're, they're you know they're fully covered. Yeah. Jeez, I've seen them once. They're pretty cool. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of their actual music, but I like what. Uh, I think they're kind of more funny and not like, you know, uh, juggalo funny, but you know, funny. They're, they're entertaining at least, you know, I will but see, I'm not the biggest fan of their music. It's not bad, but it's not great. See, I don't know anybody who takes Guar serious juggalos take uh, insane <laughs> clown posse, the seriousness to an insane level. You know, yeah. Slayer too. Yeah. Yeah, did you ever see that uh, jackass one where uh, the guy dressed up as what was it? It was like a Justin, no, it was a Justin Bieber outfit. It was like went to a Slayer concert, was messing with the fans. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, that was pretty funny. That sounds like it's that a great way really to die. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, a- the smartest idea ever. <laughs> it was hilarious. I remember in the local concerts when I was in high school. Uh, in the height of the ICP around here is you had a bunch of these ICP ICP people in the mosh pits. And eventually you would see them from my remembrance, you'd see some of the mosh pits turn people turn against these guys. Cause they were just pricks in the pit. Um, yeah. yeah, they weren't very much fun. I remember this one, I remember, but I remember this one woman who was huge. Like she was not only looked, she was, fairly overweight, but she seemed to be like closer to my height. And you, all of a sudden you just saw a bunch of guys. Cause she started, people started bouncing off of her. So you, you saw half the mosh pit starting to edge her out of it. Uh, so Brendan Fraser is starting to come out of seclusion, I guess. Do you hear about the movie that he just did? The no sudden move one. Wow. James, <laughs> We just, you're so overmodulated, we can't even understand you now. Hey, hang on a sec. He's talking about Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan yeah. Fraser. You know the oh, guy from Mon- the so Mummy? So Brendan Fraser, I just saw him in a... An Encino Man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He played in... Oh, what's the name of that Netflix series? No Southern Move? Oh, no. No, it well, was... He, you're, you're talking... Netflix series. No, because he's, it's based he, off of a comic book, and I don't remember the... Doom Patrol. Yes, Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. Well, he's in another one. He plays. He played a CIA asset that was just psychopath, and a very strange role for him. And uh, looking at at him now, I mean, I you know we we all age pretty bad as we get older, but it's not it's not the Brendan Fraser that we're used to. Let's just put it that way. Well, my yeah, my you're thinking of the one from Encino Man and Mommy. Uh, George of the Jungle. Yeah, that. that yeah, well. Fraser. Yeah, not the old one that's in his fifties. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I mean, so, hey, 
It's okay. Hey, I'm just happy to see him him out no, there doing acting. stuff. Yeah. I mean. Uh, don't get me wrong. I thought he did a good job. He did a great job in that particular role. He was, he was always a good actor. I was never a fan of his comedic stuff, like super comedic, like George of the Jungle. I wasn't a fan of, but I really. Uh, Monkey Bone? He, he did a good job acting. I hated the movie. I mean, it's hilarious. It's a modern day cool world. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. Matt, yeah, you can you can step in any time, Matt. Oh, not just I don't want to interrupt you guys. No, please um, Inter- interrupt. No, that's the point of you um, being well, on. Here. I, I, that's true. <laughs> well, I was going <laughs> well, to say with um, yeah, Brendan Fraser. I mean, he 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 went through some shit. Um, because yeah, yeah, he basically got blacklisted from Hollywood uh, for a while. Because was he uh, molested? And the person who did it was just like, if you say anything, I'm going to base, yeah, basically blackball you out of the, out of the industry. So instead of doing anything about it, he just disappeared. And then he had a really, really nasty divorce. And it was just, it was, it was some, some bad news bears. And then I think he finally just got better and he's finally starting to come back, which is awesome. Cause yeah, the dude's a great actor. So Rob, you were talking about the professionals, the professionals. Okay. Yeah, that's what it seems like you were talking about. Well, there's I could see him playing a psychopath really well. Because there's a good not job. he did. Because if you see some of his roles like George of the Jungle and some of the comedic stuff, you could crank that up really pretty decently to make it a psychopath. Like look at Robin Williams. There's 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 a fine line between being funny and crazy in his acting style. Uh I'll never remember the name of the series. It's a it's a series. It's a series uh what basically based off the CIA um, and uh, cause I was actually watching it and I'll be damned if I could typical me. I can't remember the name of the movie I'm watching. It's happens all the time. Oh, it's a movie. Well, it's a, t- it's a, ser- it's a short series. Condor. Condor. That's it. Okay. It's a real while to figure out which one you're talking yeah, about. That's the one I found it. Yeah. Okay. Huh? I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Hmm. I'm waiting for some more episodes to drop. It's the, way, right. the way they do that. So, anyway. so yeah, what's annoying? Is it Netflix? I think it's Netflix. Condor. Okay, cool. I got Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Bob services. He gets lost. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're. Yes, you're right. I do. <laughs> I mean, there's like 20. Of I got them, them all. <clears throat> Apple TV has got every, you know, thing. I just sign up for it. Hell, it's only money. Have you ever heard of <laughs> Slab City? Slab City. Well, sounds familiar, but I can't say it off the top of my head. So, I'd actually tell you more if my phone hadn't crashed. So, Slab City is they they call it the Love last the, the the free was it the last free city? Basically, it's on it's on an old Air Force base in California in the middle of the damn desert, and people it's just commune? Death Valley. It, it seems like it. Yeah, it must be. And these people are living in these old. Like the trailers and huts, and yeah. it's interesting. Slab City, also the class called the Slabs, is an unincorporated, off-the-grid squatter community consisting of large, largely of snowbirds in the Salton Trough area of the Sonora Desert in Imperial County, California. Mm. So it's like the old Salton Sea type shit. Yeah. That's what it looks like. I mean, these people, like some of these people live in what looks like, you know, a bunch of random clapboard buildings to old uh, trailers. And I watched a documentary on uh, on YouTube about it. 
And it's interesting. You see these people that seem incredibly happy, but they're looks like to everybody else they're living in squalor. Um, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And living it's dirty. It, very dirty. There's dirty one guy <laughs> and this, in this documentary, there's one guy that has a shower. There's no real, they, they see you actually have to truck water in and out. Oh, great. And so if you get a shower, you, you pay, you give the guy $3 and it's, it's basically a Navy <laughs> shower. It's, it's, it's wet yourself, soap. Hey, you, so, know, you know, if, <clears throat> if they're happy. Oh no, no part to you. I don't care. But I've never heard of this. The first time I ever heard of anything called slab city. There's been, I, it, I just didn't know the name. I think what James is talking about, I don't know if that's the same one or not, but I, I, we, there was a documentary not, not too long ago about the Salton Sea and, and what happened about yeah. that whole area. And yeah, that was a pretty sad story. Yeah. Cause it was the next big up and coming whole thing. And lots of people built houses and all kinds of things there. Didn't runoff from farms kill it. Yes, they had uh, they had a number of issues with well, you know, first of all, it wasn't it was uh, uh, <clears throat> water that was uh, a lake that was made by mistake, and uh, because of the salinity <coughs> in the ground, that's why it was called the Salton Sea. But it was yeah. a self fulfilling prophecy. I'm swimming in that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened is you know it just kept getting saltier and saltier and saltier, saltier, and evaporation started coming around, and it finally just kind of went away, and. There you have it. So much for the salt and sea. Yeah. So look at that pictures of Slab City. That, yeah, that place is dirty. So there, there, there is something else I wanted to to bring up because the first time I've heard this, everybody has seen either the whole movie or clips of the movie Easy Rider. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nobody that I know of actually knew the people behind the motorcycles was a gentleman by the name of Benjamin F. Hardy, and. Cliff Vaughn, both black. Okay. And, and so the, the only reason why I was, one of the reasons I was surprised by that, because you never hear, um, specifically if you've ever been around a lot of bikers, you never hear about the African-American biker community until you really started getting to, to find about like designers, like Sugar Bear Harris designed a style of raked uh, triple trees and stuff like that. And, was it Benjamin F. Hardy particular as a gentleman who was incredibly ingenious in his designs and was famous around the African American community, but he never got out there. Like you never heard him out in, I guess the wilds of, of course not the, the, the white community or, or whatever. Forbid. So I, I wanted to bring it, I wanted to bring the attention to it cause I had never heard of the guy hmm. and all the stuff I've read and researched motorcycles and et cetera. And I thought it was cool finding, you know, a, a guy who, his motorcycles are iconic. Captain America, Easy Riders, one of probably <laughs> one of the most iconic motorcycles in movie history. I would say you talk about motorcycles, you know, your tire vehicles, you know, it's, you know, it's Captain America, it's the DeLorean, you know, 18 van, you know, one of these things that people can just see it and they automatically know what it is. So I, I thought that was pretty neat and just wanted to, you know, bring that little tidbit up. Right. and you so go this, go to this is something you discovered recently or something that was i discovered it's I, it's a personal discovery uh, okay. yeah, it's a personal uh, discovery okay. yeah well because I, growth good for you john thanks well i love i love learning new <laughs> things and this was found on brothermoto.com and the article title is the builder you never heard about there's a number of youtube documentaries uh, uh about this you know if, if y'all are curious 
you know, take a take a look and listen because I this was new to me. I'd never heard never heard this particular guy before, so I thought it was kind of cool. I wonder how much of our audience would even know Easy Writer. I do. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> well, it's a classic movie, isn't it? Isn't well, it, it is, but they still play. I on maybe somewhere. AMC or Turner Classics or whatever. I mean, it's kind yeah. of a cult classic. I mean, it's not yeah. cult classic, you know, uh, like uh, oh, all the guys are in lingerie singing. Uh, you know, it's usually plays at midnight. Are you talking about oh, uh, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Rocky, Show? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not that, that level. <clears throat> like, oh, and then we just went blank. Yes, we all did. We're it, all getting old. It's, it's not that level of classic, but it's a cult classic. I mean, I think I've seen most of it, not all of it. Of Easy Rider? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've just never been able to sit. I've never seen Rocky you're, Horror Picture Show, so. Yeah. You're not missing anything. What? Oh, I don't know. Seen it? It's no. unique. I've seen, like, clips of it, but never the whole thing. It's like the Titanic. I've oh, never seen the movie right. Titanic. I recently surprised a friend of mine, and she was mentioning, oh, it's just like the movie Titanic. It's like, oh, you mean the movie that I've never seen? And she got rather highly irritated, and I said. No, You've watched the death scene. This is true, and I've seen it like 150 times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And according to a particular lady at the, old, the former Suncoast in, in Sacramento, said, I'm using that line. She said, that's hilarious. <laughs> but that she's never seen it? No, that that's the best part of the movie. <laughs> the oh. death scene? The death scene. Yeah. Because it's pretty much right, you know, from what I've been told, the ending's close after that. It is. I thought that was the ending. I thought there was more to it than that, but I've literally never seen the movie. Have no desire to. Okay. Uh, I've seen the movie, but I just blocked out, you know, about four hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were dragged to it. I mean, that, that every guy I know really? was end up. Yeah, didn't one of your former I, girlfriends force you to see it? No, you're thinking of Twilight. <laughs> uh. Oh, you admitted to it. No, see, I watched Twilight because <laughs> it was hilarious. That the, that's that, a really great cover there, dude. <laughs> see i actually want to take and i don't know how i would I do this i wish i were single at the time that twilight came out ah. <laughs> i wouldn't have seen it then i want to take the movie twilight and put a laugh track on it but i don't want to get in trouble for releasing it because i think you could make the movie better by adding a laugh, laugh track, track to certain scenes probably could you um you if, if y'all ever get out to austin i need to take you to a place um they do a thing out here called the master pancake show and it's basically live mystery science theater. That's oh, hilarious. That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah it would I be like fun. The it's mystery fun. science theater shit, especially the ones it's, that they released great. on Netflix. Did you watch all those? I did. Yeah, they were. They were. They yeah, were those really were good. really good. Yeah, I enjoyed those. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't checked to see um, if they put out any more, but I hope they have. Well, it'd be fun to go. You know, go to some place that, you know, everybody can yeah. get up and do something like that. And <laughs> Oh, it's, it's fun. I actually, uh, what, I guess in six, the first one I ever saw was Jaws, and that one, it was it was fantastic. Um, but one of my favorite gags that they did was, in, they did Terminator 2, and it turns out that the first three notes of the Terminator theme are the same first three notes of the love theme from Titanic. So when they're lowering the, lowering the Terminator into the steel at the end of the movie, they're playing My Heart Will Go On. And I'm just like, son of a bitch, guys. I'm never going to not be able to hear it now. I hate you. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's good. That's like that, mm -hmm. the, the, there's a YouTube 
uh, was it? No, there's a, some sort of band that did the the Access of Awesome that did the three chord song or four note chord song. And they play a bunch of songs that use the same right. exact chord progression. Yeah. Um, so you talk about music. The man who uh, the guy in the guy who one of his favorite uh, famous songs is Hellbent for Leather. Hellbent for Leather is now Hellbent for Kentucky as a colonel. As a criminal. A colonel. Oh, as a colonel. Judas Priest Rob Helford recognized as a Kentucky colonel. Okay, now answer to me. What the heck is a Kentucky colonel? He's got chicken. Is he making chicken? That's what I was thinking. Chicken. He's a chick. Right. He's got a chicken shop or something. So, so according the the, the, when I read that, it's the reason I clicked on it. It's like that's what the hell. Sorry, my ringtone's on. That ain't me. (laughs) No, that's me. So Judas Priest vocalist and legendary metal god, Rob Helford. I'll have to call you back in about uh, 20 minutes. Can now add Kentucky Colonel to his list of accomplishments. Helford received the Kentucky Colonel title on June 14th, which according to the state is recognition of an individual's noteworthy accomplishments and outstanding service to our community, state, and nation. Which, by the way, he's also British, if y'all didn't (laughs) know. Oh, so damn redcoats <laughs> i i i kentucky colonel doesn't sound right though i still think that'd be a chicken shop i love rob That's rob I, too. I love rob helford he's the only musician of his age or singer that has the same vocal range <laughs> yeah i don't think he he can hit all Maybe of the he's not a smoker that would help matt did oh. he ever do drugs i've never <laughs> heard of him doing anything um i mean probably it's not like I mean, Matt hangs out with him, you know, and goes well, he's out more, and parties. He, and, he knows uh, more about it than I do, like musically. Um, as as far, I mean, I know that he that he takes care of his voice still. I mean, he's you know he's getting close to seventy now. Um, so a lot of those a lot of those bands with the high soaring vocals, they just detune their their instruments down. Um, cheaters. Um, well, I mean, it's an easy way to do it. That's what Roger Waters does. They have to tune down to C, so two whole steps down from from their standard tuning. It sounds heavier. Uh, with bad. Priest, it sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> so too bad it won't help Paul Stanley. His, well, his voice no. is shot. Well, it's Kiss. They're they have like three good songs. So it's okay. <laughs> I good for you. See, I love I love Kiss, but uh, just because their, their stage show, I think, is half the reason why I I was kind of bummed I missed. They're in our local I missed their um their last was it end of the road tour or whatever it was because it was in a, it was in one of the their arenas in the area and I wanted to go but I just wasn't going to go to a Kiss concert by myself. Well, you know that's because everybody else went. Why? <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's just like yeah. half. Well, John half, asked everybody, and everybody went, why? Well, there's, there's a couple of reasons why people see Ozzy in concert. One, it's Ozzy Osbourne. I'd and go two, to see Ozzy. And, and, and two, you know, is he going to, like, hurt himself? Because if you actually watch him on stage, he's frail. But he's one of the greatest rockers yeah. in history. Yeah. You know, I saw him 2017, 2018, right before the pandemic. And it looked like they brought him out to the side of the stage on a lark and then, like, pushed him out. <laughs> I swear that's what they did. Because he, like, it looked like he came stumbling onto the stage and then all of a sudden snapped into his act. Yeah. It was I, really yeah. weird. <laughs> I st- I st- like James Brown style. I still think he's going to go down as one of the most underrecognized vocalists in Ozzie? history. Yeah. Ozzy? No, he's not. You don't think so? 
Well, no, absolutely not. No, he's he's been inducted in the Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Yeah. I don't go shit about that thing, but I mean, he's no, recognized. No, he's recognized. He gets the love yeah, that he deserves. He really does. Yeah, yeah. He, he does. Wow. You know who doesn't? Graham Bonnet. <laughs> he's amazing. So uh, he was. Yeah, sorry, I was about to go off into a into a underappreciated metal band from the eighties, but uh, no, fine. no, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna no, keep um, going. I was yeah. gonna ask you who was he like? What was the band he's in? Because yeah. I don't particularly know. So it's all good. So he he actually cut his teeth. He replaced uh, Dio in Rainbow when Dio went to Sabbath and they did the Heaven and Hell record. Oh wow! Um, yeah. Uh, so and I love Rainbow. Ricky Blackmore is one of my favorite guitar players of all time. So like anything with him, I'm just gonna be like, yes, please. Um, but uh, so after that, he ended up um, forming this band called Alcatraz. They released two records and he caught lightning in the bottle twice because the guitar player that he got for record number one was Ingve Malmsteen. And then he was then Ingve left to do his own thing because he's a big Swedish bastard with an ego the size of China. And um, then he was like, uh, Grand Bonnet was like, all right, well, I need somebody else. So he just started looking around and he ended up snagging Steve Vai. Wow. So, yeah. So it was just like, oh, well, that happened. And Vi was fresh off tour with um, Frank Zappa. So you can imagine how amazing that was. Oh, wow. <clears throat> that was, That's great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's so, so funny. Like, you look at Graham Bonnet and like, oh, he's a metal singer. And you see him, he looks like, like he, he dresses like James Dean, you know, aviators <laughs> and the pompadour and all that. And yeah. Then he opens his mouth and it's just like, oh, my God, that that's just amazing. Huh. Mm, wow. Never heard of him. I have, I've heard of the bands, not, I don't, I didn't hear of his name. I, I do love the well, difference. That's his point. Most unrecognized, yeah. right? Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of talent out there that's not recognized though. I, a I, lot. I love eighties metal. Cause I loved how it switched <clears throat> from the eighties. It went to, you know, going so high. Then only dolphins 600 miles away can hear you to what it turned into <laughs> the mid to late nineties. We have all these guys grunting and quasi screaming like Pantera. I always thought it was strange mix when you go like if you're you got like Judas Priest the next thing you you got you know is uh is uh I hear a bird you know like Cannibal Corpse or something it's always it's just a weird Twitter. switch <laughs> just Twitter going that's on. always phone oh Twitter <laughs> no okay. It's James trying to call me. Oh. And I'm ignoring it. And it's all good. <laughs> it, that's right. He calls himself, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's his uh, son, good. James. <laughs> the other junior. He'll stop eventually. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give up. My dad never picks up the phone. What's I wrong with eventually. Answer that damn phone, dad. And you, you know what the problem is? Sorry. Everybody who knows James is going to be like, hey, I hate to break it to you. Your dad never picks up a fucking phone. <laughs> I do. I have to see the, who's calling. And getting James picks up the phone to look at you know the caller ID. After that, pff, who knows? You got to You got to send like you got to send a couple of text messages <laughs> and maybe a carrier pigeon, and then he'll answer the fucking phone. I like the robocall I got today. Which caller one? caller ID said from Washington oh. D.C. So I thought Biden was calling me. I just had to call him. I just had to answer it to find out it wasn't Biden. I was just so disappointed. I, I, I was it? <laughs> I don't know. Was it was a robocall. Did extend the car warranty? <laughs> Probably. I don't know what he was trying to do. I, I just didn't. I actually answered him at work. I got one a couple of days ago that said, hi, my name is Bob. And he was East Indian. 
<laughs> um, saying you just enrolled in Medi-Cal and blah, blah, blah. I said, well, um, I did really, that's, that's news to me. It's like, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, I'm able-bodied. I'm not in a wheelchair. I'm currently at work while you're harassing me. He said, so what do you mean? <laughs> I'm at work. I can walk. There's nothing wrong with me. And he, this guy just had this really puzzled expression, like I did not apply. And then you heard click. <laughs> <laughs> Now they don't answer the phone. Now they know every, anytime I actually go to actually call, like hit, you always hit one and you can talk to somebody. They hang up every time I hit one now. <laughs> oh, they can't stand you any longer, huh? <clears throat> I did that once. They, uh, they, they didn't like me very much. I, I think the best one of all time is I got an MCI guy so pissed. They, 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 I think MCI didn't call my parents' house for like a decade. <laughs> I was I was just being an asshole. I was a kid. You just have to do what I did. What's that? Oh, the, on the line for like forty five <laughs> minutes and then hang up. The newspaper guy or the magazine subscription? I don't know. I don't remember what it was. I I remember that because I remember you hang up and then I remember him calling you back and you're like, oh, I thought. I I swear I remember something you're saying like the guy said, oh, there must have been a, an issue with the connect the connection. You hung up again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> Yeah, he called me for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was in the middle of a video game and I didn't feel like hanging up the phone. What the hell, you know? <laughs> I, I I just sat there. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. Uh huh. <laughs> Half these guys just don't have these people don't have a whole lot of sense of humor. I mean, my favorite one was the made the lady tell a I joke. I wouldn't have a sense of humor either if my job was being a telemarketer well it's better than calls. like half the people i know tell them to f off or just hang up i at least want to interact and have some fun like making some lady tell me a knock knock joke which she did by the way because i i told her it's like so before you talk to me you have to give me a knock knock joke it's like what you have to give me a knock knock joke seriously yes and she had one that she had one. See, that's even better. <laughs> so you had to talk to her. I made her yeah, day. Yeah. And I, I, I was even nice and said, sorry, I, I, I don't need your services. Have a good day. And she was laughing. She had fun with it. Oh, that's good. Good, good on you, I guess. I need, I need to learn. the one that has a sense of humor. I need yeah. to learn some jokes in some different languages. I think it would help. <laughs> I can teach you to cuss in Spanish. I don't want to get in a fight. I would tell you that I could phone. tell you one in German, but... The German humor is no laughing matter. Jeez. So. <laughs> oh, That's good. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. It's all the truth. But Germans don't have a sense of humor. They don't have a sense of humor. Damn Germans. They make amazing. Nice. They make amazing cars as long as you don't have to take them to the service. Yeah, I own a number of them. Yes, I know, and I also remember you. I also remember you walking out of the dealership, motherfucking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, between the Porsches and the BMWs, I've had enough German cars for a while. I jeez. I just remember his comment about the bill. Fucking that many zeros. Could have bought another car for what it cost me to get that oil change. And that was from the proctologist. So, do we have any stories before we call this episode a wrap? In the can. Yeah, started ch- getting all messed up again. Couldn't even hear what you were really saying. Oh, well, it, we were just basically asking for the last, a wrap up. Got any last words? Tell me a knock knock joke. <laughs> Matt? John? I don't know any uh, knock knock jokes. 
knock, knock. No. <laughs> off the top of my head. Now I can tell you a, a really stupid dad joke. Go for it. Do you know that Baker's... Go ahead. So say, along with uh, anything your band's doing, or you want to tell the world about? Okay. Uh, so first, for the stupid joke, uh, did you know that Baker's only trade bread recipes on a need-to-know basis? Oh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> oh, that one is pretty good. I wonder if I people don't even get it. <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> they're, they're like, um, what's so funny about that joke? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Machines do that, right? Uh, <laughs> um, as far as band stuff, um, we're actually... It's, I'm calling it the world's slowest three-day tour, but yeah, we're doing a kind of a, a tour in August. We're playing Houston, Austin, and Minneapolis, uh, about oh, two weeks apart from each other. So that's going to be fun. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Old guy. Yeah. yeah, no, good Good on you. No, I really don't have anything. This is a slow day for my brain. Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the California pariah, the fat man, the old guy, and one of the guys from the Masters of Unlocking, Matt Brewer, Brewer if I can say his name Easy correctly. Easy for you to say. Not really. As always, thank you for listening. Goodbye.